but we're live. We're live. And it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. It is May 20th, 2020. Is it? Yeah. No, oh, nice. Yeah, I got it right. I, I actually, oh wait, I should know this because I've been looking forward to today for like yeah. a couple months. Yep. I only knew because of the date yesterday. <laughs> Carried over. So yeah, it, we actually have new books. I did not get a chance to read any more Trans Metropolitan, which I think is fine for everybody. Yeah, I've been all sorts of worked up since then. It's against <laughs> me every day. Like I'm not even kidding. So yeah, let's uh, let's fucking do it. I'm <clears throat> Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Champenstein, and we're talking comics to me. Yes, here we are. So I'm gonna go first because we're back to it. <laughs> I've been so excited about it all day. <laughs> Oh, the wiggle was great. <laughs> okay, so I have uh, Deceased Unkillables. This is issue three of three. Uh, this is the conclusion to the villain's side of the story. Um, I I really liked how this issue was written, just okay. because of the narration and stuff in it. Um, oops, sorry. They, if you do not remember, I uh, don't expect anyone to, because it's been a long time. I honestly had to, like remember what had happened like kind of refresh my memory with it but basically um the bad guys are in a, an orphanage and there's like a bunch of kids there oh um, yeah yeah and they're uh all learning how to like defend themselves and stuff i i say villains but there's also like good guys and stuff too like i can't remember any of the names <laughs> uh bat girls there um god i wish i could remember names um, Robin, other people. Anyway, um, they're all there. They're all working together and they've also, they've formed like, a a friendship, I guess, like relationship between all of them. Like they're all on the same page rather than against each other. Um, there's some really cute relationships between like the bad guys and the kids because they have soft spots for the kids. Yeah. Like Cheetah is training this one girl who throughout the series is just wearing her own pair of cat ears, which I just thought was adorable. Um, but they know that they have to leave because um, the bad guys found a way into the orphanage that they were staying in. So they get in the Batmobile and two uh, buses and they're leaving. But then Wonder Woman, dead Wonder Woman, comes out of nowhere. So they are trying to fight Wonder Woman. Um, Cheetah... Solomon Grundy and I can never creeper. I don't know who that guy is, so I just I keep forgetting what his name is. The green guy. Um, yeah, this guy. Oh, I don't know that guy. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they are all trying to fight Wonder Woman to keep her distracted so that the kids can get away. Um, they do not end up making it and it's actually it's very sad the way that it happens just again because of the narration but then uh slade ends up staying behind after the the bad guys die so that he can help them more but he knows that there's no way out for him he's not going to make it out alive and stuff so it's just him sacrificing himself so that they can all get away and they end up getting to poison ivy's uh retreat Which is, yeah, been, you know, protected from everything because she designed it that way. Um, But there's one scene that I liked the most when they're all, the kids are like trying to get away. Where is it? Just because of the way that it's worded. 
it's like one kid almost gets attacked and it's like yeah they're the two dads yeah unfortunately their two dads were having none of it and it's Slade and then Gordon <laughs> I just thought it was really cute yeah it's good um but yeah, I think I honestly, I liked this series more than I liked the original Deceased, just because I liked the whole, I don't know, you get to see the bad guys and the good guys on the same page for once, yeah. and having to work together for them all to survive, yeah. and then how these kids soften them enough that like they sacrifice themselves for it. So I thought it was very interesting, and according to you, there is another Deceased I think there was like a one shot or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That Which, was that was in previews. It was a, a while, while back. Yeah. yeah, and so and with everything that's going on, I'm not even sure. It might be one of those things that comes out like digital only. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I still really I enjoyed that one again. I think more than the other one. Uh, I think it was worth the wait because that ending was actually really cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I am too. Um, I'm glad that they did only make it three issues, though, um, because I feel like if it was six like the other one, I would have lost steam halfway through, so. Yeah, which I think is why I kind of, like, backed off. Yeah. Because that's kind of how I felt. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad that it wasn't six. (laughs) All right, are you ready for me? Yes, I am. Okay, so the first thing I have is some, some queer shit. (laughs) <laughs> so good uh it's called radlands it's pinups by l sub it's just like a little zine of people and monster or spooky things i guess like i don't know if aliens are spooky but they can be <laughs> uh just pinups of all of them doing doing queer stuff pinup queer shit yeah it was uh it was definitely worth it i guess the cover is a homage to a Bruce Springsteen album, Nebraska. Nebraska. It's my favorite <laughs> album. Which I did not know. Uh, my sweet friend, AK, tweeted me and told me, which was very kind of them. That's honestly why I got excited when I picked it up over there, because I was like, is this just pinups of fucking Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, and at first I was like, is this otherwise like related to that at all? And I don't, I don't think so. Because they were also saying that they have a, or that Bruce Springsteen has a song called Badlands. Badlands, yeah, and I was, no, I mean, not really. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I thought the the name of them might have been referenced to him, at, but no. Yeah, and I thought the same thing. I was like, well, maybe, mm-hmm. but no. That's still cool. I yeah, like no. that. And it was really cool, like, information to learn, because I had absolutely no idea, you know. You should listen to the album. It's so good. It's so good. It's one of my favorite albums Okay. okay. to exist. It's beautiful. Because it's so different from any other Bruce Springsteen album. It's just all acoustic, and it's just, it's Nebraska. Come on. <laughs> Nebraska holds no place in my heart. It's, uh, it didn't until Bruce Springsteen made me about it. Uh, so, yeah, that's just uh, that's Radlands. Just a cute little zine, and if you like... Like penises. There's lots of them. Cute little penises. Cute little penises. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> Welcome. It's a, it's a time. <laughs> and next I have Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. This is issue number 10. It was nice to have this book back because 
missed it. I'm going to be really sad because it's just going to be done in a couple issues, but... At least it's back and at least you get to finish it in actual, like, book form. You don't have to do it digitally, which is fine. I think that's a good idea for digital, but I just feel like you you need that in a physical copy. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'll probably buy the trade if it come, like, comes out in a hardcover trade just because this book is fucking... It's just so much fun and honestly, like, exactly, like, the kind of humor and stuff I need right now. Just Jimmy Olsen being silly, doing mm-hmm. some dumb stuff, and you kind of, I mean, you've known from at least halfway through who was trying to plot his murder, but this kind of puts it all together Ooh. and goes back in time and just shows you, like, all of the pieces and how we got to where we are now, and Jimmy basically coming after that person and being like, I fucking no. But it was a lot of fun, like, as always, just a... Just a good time. No little, no little Olsons this time, though, unfortunately, which is whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> whatever. But I still, you know, it's great. This book is really, really, really fun. I can't wait for it to, like, be done so that I can, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I love it so much so that I can read it because I do want to read it, but I want to read it in its entirety. Oh, my God. It's his brother. It's so cute. Oh, I know. It's just, it's so, it's so good. I don't, you don't even have to know anything about superheroes or even care. I think it's just really enjoyable on that level of just like hearty laughter. And maybe I guess you do, you should have some sort of like knowledge, but I feel like just be aware of just vague knowledge of if you know who Superman and Lex Luthor are, you're fine. Okay. Then I'll be good. They, Put the pieces together for you. Okay. No, but yeah, no, I love that book. I was Henry Cavill and Pete Ricketts. <laughs> uh, Pete Ricketts is no, no Lex Luthor. Yeah, you're right. I'm Lex Luthor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never bick my head. <laughs> All right. So hey, then, right. next, I or we, I, I guess I just picked this up, but I Heather read it. I read it so fast. We have Year Zero. This is a little little zombie story by Benjamin Percy. I'm not gonna lie; I've been enjoying this like new line, like a the, uh, the up, upshot. Yeah, comics. like I know it's like all horror comics pretty much that they're putting out, and I've for the most part enjoyed the yeah. stories that they're putting out. So I think that's cool. Yeah, uh, I I hate to call it like a basic zombie story to start but it does just the first issue introduces you to all of the characters uh one of the things i like which i don't think i actually i I realized but i think subconsciously realized um all of the color schemes for all of the characters are different Mm -hmm. so damn that is cool i did not realize (laughs) that either yeah, it's, so like it does. That. Yeah, it does a really good job of differentiating the characters. But basically, you kind of get to know the personalities of each of these people you're probably going to be following throughout the zombie apocalypse, and basically where they were when everything started. Um, the art is really, really great. Ramon Rosanas, mm-hmm. and then Lee Lafridge. La- he did the colors, so it's just. It all, like, came together really, really well. In a way, like, I, I'm pretty interested to check out how it continues. And you said you added it? I did add it. Since okay. it's only five issues, there's no reason not to. I, like, I'm at least, like, intrigued enough to see where these characters go. It's not going to last, like, a hundred and 
however many, <laughs> however many issues yeah. like and you know i was kind of hesitant to pick it up just because it is a zombie book but i like benjamin percy's writing quite a bit so it was worth like at least checking out and right i don't know i'm kind of interested to see how he tries to put his own twist on it because i feel like it should won't be necessarily straightforward right and i do like how um he did it like the people are in different parts of the world Mm -hmm. like i thought that was very interesting because they're obviously not going to meet up with each other like how would that happen yeah and they're all yeah it's all separate stories and that's i really really enjoy that and they're all in kind of like different like places in life and different like preparedness right right so it is yeah it's really interesting uh his author's notes were really like really good in the back he wrote them on my birthday so oh dang march 3rd (laughs) that's important for everybody to know (laughs) remember that (laughs) uh so it was you know the beginning of the pandemic pandemic when he wrote this so it was really interesting to kind of get like the gauge of how he was gonna like kind of throw his own lens onto the book yeah so it's really cool yeah Interesting enough to, like, like I said, just let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. I only had, I mean, since comics are just back, (laughs) we're back to, you know, the unevenness and the new comics. So I had one comic outside of the ones that Champ and I share. Champ has several, so you will unfortunately not be hearing much from me today. (laughs) It's fine. You'll just love my voice again. Uh Uh, so next, I have Kill Whitey Donovan. This is issue five of five. This finally tells you who Whitey Donovan is and what he has done. Finally, the last issue? Come on, guys. I mean, they've alluded to, like, you know, him being, like, this terrible person, mm-hmm. but, like, not 100% what happened, but basically, yes, her sister, or what's her fucking name? I have their names. <laughs> Anna. Anna and Hattie. Anna, Hattie. Anna's sister killed herself because of um, Whitey Donovan. He uh, raped her and she was pregnant and he basically was just like, well, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. We're not doing this. And she hung herself. And so that's why Anna's going on this, you know, hunt of him. And Hattie, you know, he was just her owner right oh yeah because hattie's a slave yes so she you know has every reason to murder him because he's awful and she's also in search of her mother who went up north so it ends with them killing whitey donovan cool was it worth the build-up considering like you don't actually find out the meaning until this issue i i did really like this issue and i did think it I did like the ending quite a bit and what happened because it wasn't just like, you know, clear cut. They weren't able to just like walk in and like murder him. Right. They had to meticulously plan it. Well, they they didn't even get that chance either. So it was more of a thing where they just were able to gain the upper hand. Okay. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I love. They were definitely going down like it was going to be bad. But they were able to like turn it around via things within their like. Oh, good. So, yeah, it it ended on a note where I I did enjoy it. And it does seem like there might be another story arc with just Hattie murdering slave owners. Whew. I'm into that. So I'm not sure, but that seems like that's kind of how it ended. But who, who knows with like 
everything. Right. It could happen or it couldn't. Yeah. But, yeah, I like the way it ended. I think overall, like, full story is enjoyable. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I only read that first one, so I might have to borrow the other ones from you and check it out. Yeah. I think... Or I might just get a trade. Yeah. I'll probably just get the trade. I, I would say just borrow these issues to see what you think. Okay. Just because it was good. But if I have them, you can just yeah. borrow them. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh... <laughs> More talking. Oh, also. So next I have Outcast. This is issue number 45. It's almost done. There's three more issues. Three more. I was actually least excited about this book, to be completely okay. honest. Because, you know. That's that one that's just kind of been dragging on. Yeah. Okay. And it's still just. Like, I feel like I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do in three issues like what they like why they just keep just like keep speeding on so basically in this issue like the main bad guy that they've been fighting has brought his kids to the outcasts to exercise them because they've all become possessed because they've drawn all of the like i don't know what they are devil demons and they've possessed basically everybody within like a thirty mile radius. Okay. Because there's like they gathered all the outcasts together, which is creating a beam that is going to cause the great merge. That's... So, so the main bad guy, who I like to call Idris Elba bad guy, because he looks exactly like Idris Elba. Okay. His name is Roland, I guess. I do know his name. <laughs> Not quite close. <laughs> But he looks like Idris Elba. I prefer that, yeah. Yeah. If they were to make a movie, if they would have to cast him. 100%. So, let's just... That's, that's his name. Uh, he gets his kids, you know, exercised. And then he's just like, well, what's your... Like, talking to the outcasts and Kyle, the main character. And she's like, what's your plan to, like, get rid of these dudes? And they're just like, we don't... We don't know. And then he's just like, you're pathetic. And ha, 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 ha. it's just. We have no plan. <laughs> and then at the end, all of the possessed people are marching towards the outcast. Yeah, dog. It just doesn't sound very interesting. I mean, I, su- I just, it just feels like. They I don't didn't know. need to drag it out. That yeah, they long. didn't need to drag it out that long. And they, I don't know if there was a direction they were heading in to begin with. And then they just were like, oh, we can. People keep picking up this book so we can just keep going. Mm-hmm. And or maybe it's just me. Maybe everybody else just loves it. It just feels like it's taking its sweet time and not right. and not really telling me anything. <laughs> not I mean, anything more than I don't know. Like right. that I like isn't a surprise. And they've literally been talking about this event since the very beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just and it's 45 is the issue? Yeah, this is so issue 45. Yeah, that's a long time for that to be happening. And it's issue 48 that it goes until. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I feel like that's um, like a Robert Kirkman thing, though. Is like, I mean, yeah, for sure. He likes long stories, but he likes just dragging them out rather than having like short incidents happening within the story. Yeah. Because I noticed that with... Um, the most recent one, the post-apocalyptic one, the monster one. 
uh, Oblivion song. I was like, I can't remember. Yeah, I was like, why can't I say what it's called? But that's that's how I felt when I was reading that one as well. Was like, he didn't have to drag it out as many issues as he did, mm-hmm. and that's why I wasn't interested in it. So I can see why that would be like frustrating to read. When yeah, you, it's just and I and I mean I, yeah, and I really enjoyed like the first story arc of this, and like the second story arc. It's just it's one of those things where I, I just feel like it could have wrapped itself up in a, a different way much earlier right there's too much filler yeah, yeah yeah for sure okay without without gaining anything right like unnecessary filler yeah it's just like it kind of went up and then it just like plat- plateaued and then you get like little like right pumps of stuff and you're just like oh okay but like it and it's one of those that you've been carrying on for so long and it's so near the end that there would really be no point in not no. yeah and that's exactly why i haven't dropped it is because it's like there's no reason to drop it because right. i've gotten this far why not finish it it's just frustrating that there was also two months of no comics and and then this this is the first thing to come out but mm-hmm. also when i was reading the like back end notes this book was going to be late regardless oh okay so i don't <laughs> and i don't know like how late but <laughs> oh no but yeah so it'll end eventually and i'll be i i feel bad because i'm i'm sure it'll like it would be interesting or intriguing to other people or maybe if you just like read it all at once it'd be an enjoyable right. time i've just been reading it for like three years longer than that four i feel five. like four or five years i feel like let me i'm gonna look up when outcast first came out i got it when the first trade came out i'm sorry we're googling machine does this tell me we gotta know 2011 is that i'm just guessing 2015 2011 so, so four four years at least yeah okay Dang. Wait, wait. It'd be what, it'd be like five, five and a half. Yeah, five and a half years. Yeah. So <laughs> damn. But that's a long time to read a story. That's just like, eh. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I agree. But I don't know. Maybe yeah, reading it from the beginning and then like not having that much space in between mm-hmm. like issues and like volumes and stuff. Like maybe it's more interesting that way because it doesn't seem so, so dragged yeah, out. Exactly. Okay. So that was my. My rant about Outcast. Um, I am excited to see the last issue, though, to see if it was worth the wait. wait. Yes. We'll find out, won't we? Yes. In <laughs> six months. Um, so this is something we both have, and we've already talked about this, but now that we have the actual issue, this is the Ludocrats. Um, so we can show you... The very first page? Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Go for it. Because this is the very first page, and... It's, I love it so much. It's a weenie. And there's a big man with a little little weenie. I don't even know if it's really that little. It's, just, it's a floppy dong. It's just a big, big floppy dong. Big little dong. <laughs> it's a big little dong. But um, I, there's one face. There it is. Okay. <laughs> so this is the art for it. Just look at the faces. Like the, it's just. To not go on another rant like we did last week. If you just read it yeah just read it it's really 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 funny it's just such a good like belly laugh and Mm -hmm. also just like 
it's ludicrous. <laughs> it is like, damn. And I like the way that it feels too. Like the pages feel different. I could not speak to that. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's. It's it's a pretty book. It's the art is like very cartoonish and very funny, as well as having like the book itself being very adult oriented. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a it's, it's a great very, time. Very fun book. Um, my our friend Derek, he was talking to me about this because he picked it up yesterday because I've you know been going on about it for a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and he was just like. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoyed it. He's like, but who's the audience for this book? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, I guess you. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you are the audience. He's like, you loved it. I was like, I, yeah, I guess I guess I am the audience, I guess. I was like, they, yeah, they wrote this book for me. It's, it's like it's, just for you. Yeah, yeah, it is just for me, Champ Champenstein. Mm-hmm. Just like working on it all together. Like, you know, you know the Champ Champenstein fellow? James Champsine loves this book. <laughs> They're just gonna fucking eat mm-hmm. this shit up. <laughs> so yeah, pick up Ludacrats. He just like put every Instagram like on a randomizer and was like, all right, we're just gonna find one person and then I'm gonna write a book based off of how I think this person would feel. Like, this is the target audience. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Champ Champenstein. <laughs> Just this you. goofy fucker. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to write a book about being ludicrous. Uh, so, now I'm more I'm more talking. More. Not uh, too much more though. No, no. This is my last book that's by myself. This <laughs> This is Star Wars Adventures uh, Clone Wars Battle Tales. <laughs> a long ass title. It's a very long title, but it's just little little stories about Can see it? yeah, Anakin and the stormtroopers during the Clone Wars. It's... I'm getting closer to it, by the way. I'm, I'm catching up. <laughs> so yeah, I've. Uh, I mean, I love Clone Wars. It's one of my my favorite favorite shows. Love it. Love to watch it before I go to bed. Um, so I had a I had a good time with this. You know, I mean, I'm not its target audience because I am uh, an adult. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> The ludocrats would say I am. Okay. All right. You got me there. Uh, I don't know. But it was just, it was really fun for me, especially because I am so familiar with the the cartoon that, like, all the voices were just, like, the voices from the cartoon. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if you watch Clone Wars, you should maybe pick it up. If you have a kid, I would definitely say, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I have a couple issues of the Star Wars adventures. Uh, I originally got them for my tiny little sister-in-law because she loves Star Wars. I love the art for it. I think the art is so cute. Yeah, the art is it's, very cute. Yeah, it's it makes me want to read all of them just because I enjoy it so much. I kicked myself off our Instagram. Huh. Uh. Uh. Uh, and then next, a book we both have together Yay. is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is issue number 14. 14. Yeah. Um, it's called Ring of Fire. Is this like the first part of this or is this just this issue? I would assume. Oh, I got a variant? Yeah, I think I switched it. I think I was supposed to get that that variant because I was getting the B covers, but I figured you probably wouldn't care. Yeah, I don't mind. 
Uh, but, if, but if you don't mind, you can definitely no, have it. <laughs> uh, I am back to enjoying the art in this. Yeah, the artist did switch. Julian Lopez. Moises Heldago. Yeah. And the art is very, like, realistic. So. Yes. This is um, Buffy back in the real world after the events of Hellmouth. Um which were fairly traumatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, her just trying to kind of cope with the fact that, like, her friends are gone. Yeah. For different reasons, we had to, I we I had to do this. <laughs> I had to try to remember what had happened because it's been, again, so long since the last issue came out that I had a hard time remembering how it ended. Like, I remembered the events itself, <laughs> but I just couldn't remember the conclusion to it. But... There's a nice little note at the beginning from Anya. If you read that, then you'll be way caught up. I just didn't read that first. Yeah. You didn't I just didn't. Yeah. Well, I just wasn't used to, like, I I thought it was just like that, where it's uh, like, yeah. this is a, this what, is a general this is. idea. But yeah. So yeah, it's, if you're a Buffy fan, definitely. Oh, yeah. And I've been doing my, uh, my rewatch recently. Yeah. So this was, uh, it was nice to get this after... After the comic hiatus. <laughs> it was fun. It's fun. It's so fun. And then lastly, we have Dudley Class. This is issue number 44. This is part five of Bone Machine. I feel like this is the last issue in this. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's definitely the last issue in the story mm-hmm. arc. This is a shocking conclusion. <laughs> so <sighs> the story arc... They go out to a cabin. Marcus finds out that Maria is seeing somebody else. And he's just, I don't know, as always, just getting Marcus knocked down. Yeah, he feels like the world is out to get him. Everyone's against him. and Yeah, he just needs to stay away from the ladies. That's it. Like, I feel like that's a majority of his problem is, like, just, dude, just focus on yourself. Stop trying to fuck everyone. Just, just just like, be by yourself. Like, so, yeah. uh, So, yeah, this kind of wraps up everything. Um, Well, then this cabin helmet has gathered uh, Petra's family who are a cult and they bring them to the cabin to basically murder everybody and helmet is going to murder marcus and just shit hits the fucking fan yeah it's uh it is like one out of of control yeah there's a lot of like very explosive things that happen in this issue i feel i know like it always happens like there's always a lot of like explosive things that happen but these were like close to home kind of yeah it's and then it kind of ends on that cliffhanger where, and I was just talking to Heather about this earlier, it's just like, usually with his cliffhangers, it's really like straightforward on who's dead, maybe how the story is going to progress. And within this, it's kind of like, you just don't, you know, but you don't know. It's very unclear um, because there are a couple different outcomes that it could be. So you're kind of left trying to decide like which one you think it actually is. Yeah. Um. I know you had texted me about this and it's just it's really interesting to see like this story and how it's progressed and I do wonder like if there is an ending or if it's one of those books that can like because it can kind of just like flow along like Mm -hmm. it's never at any point really like not engaged me necessarily 
like there are parts where it's kind of like not been as like good Mm -hmm. but that doesn't change like the overall story right and it doesn't make me any less interested like i i agree with that um like i still want to know like when they had introduced the new group of kids Mm -hmm. and like marcus and them they weren't a part of it for like several issues like i didn't care for it but i was also interested to know like you know why are they being introduced? Yeah, like, like what who happened? are these yeah. people? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I just, I that is one of my things with this book is just like, I mean, I'll, I'll read it for, you know, a period of time. Mm-hmm. But like how, like does Rick Remender have an idea of like how this like is going to flow? Like is it flowing towards the end? Because it does like have the, those beats. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but then also how does it end? Yeah, I, I actually was thinking about that. I think the only way that they could end it is with Marcus dying. And that's what kind of what I thought as mm-hmm. well. But at the same time... They have a whole other cast of people that yeah. could easily carry it on. I just... I personally... I don't think that I would continue reading it if Marcus was actually killed. Mm-hmm. Just because he obviously is, like, the main character... It's how I felt after they killed Rick Grimes off of The Walking Dead. Not that I watched it before that either, but after he died or left, I just didn't didn't care enough to continue. Yeah. Um, just, I don't know, because you, this is like a weird connection with him and the story and the plot and like where it was going yeah. and stuff because it starts with him. And yeah, this book is very tied to Marcus. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the narrator, mm-hmm. even though he's like slightly unreliable. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> He's just not, not good. But, yeah, it's still, like, I still love the story. But, yeah, I do, I do, I am curious. And, like, if it does, like, yeah, I don't know. It's not like there's going to be a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of an impossibility within the scheme of this book. Yeah. Just because happy things don't happen. And that's. You know, a thing that I really enjoy about it is, like, any time that they do have happy moments, it's almost like a fake thing. Like, it's like a fake out. Like, oh, just kidding. You can't be happy. I love stories like that where it's just, like, sadness and pain and anger, like, instead of happiness. Because I feel like that's way more realistic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even though this is to, like, the extreme of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The newest trade for it comes out... I don't know because this just says next trade. <laughs> 1989. <laughs> it's possible. But yeah, I mean, that's the eighth, ninth, tenth trade? Eighth? Eighth. I think it's the eighth. So yeah, if you have time on your hands, if you, li- if you like violent shit, it's yeah. definitely worth it. And it's a fairly quick read, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I notice. Like, I know I read fast anyway, but. I, I feel like that one, especially if you're into the story, it's really oh, engrossing. Yeah, you, just you lose yourself. And it is one of those books that, like, really introduced me to, like, strange uh, panel setups that I was just, like, absolutely, like, okay, fuck yeah, I can yeah. get into this, like, weird panel shit they're doing. I was struck by the colors. Yeah, the colors, honestly, yeah. Like, the schemes, the way that it's set up, like, that's... That was the one thing that, like, kept me into it, aside from, you know, the characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, the way it looks. Like, I love the colors of this book. Agreed, agreed. It is so good. Oh, God. got mega hair stuck to me. I got bruises all over myself. (laughs) 
Okay, anyway. so with that, we're actually, we're done. Welcome to New Comic Book Days. We're back. We're back. Uh, next week, who knows what we'll have. It'll be the 27th. Um, it will be the 27th. Gonna It'll have, be seven days away. Yeah. I'm going to have, I'll have a lot of books next week. Um, Champ will determine. Yeah, I haven't looked yet, so we'll, we'll find it out. out. Yes. So yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. We hope to see you soon. I guess if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. That's what the people say, right? Yeah. Hit that subscribe button <laughs> wherever it is. Like it. All right. Bye. Go to, bye. Goodbye. Go oh, buy like. new comics. Yes. Support. Support your shops. <laughs>